Metalheads, Tina C here. Join me, the early bird, every Saturday morning, 11am to midday, for an hour of rock and metal, from classic to new releases, guaranteed to wake you up inside and get you ready for the weekend, only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Hello Metalheads, Tina C here. Join me, the early bird, every Saturday morning, 11am to midday, for an hour of rock and metal from classic to new releases, getting you up and at them, because you know what the early bird gets. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio.
Heavy Metal Heads, Tina C here with the Early Bird Breakfast Show. Opens up the show today with Great Divide by Just A Ride. And we've got Just A Ride in the house, finally, after all this time. Welcome, Drew. Welcome, Rod. Good morning. Good morning to you. Hello. So good to have you here. So where do we start? The main order of the day, of course, is you're coming to Wolverhampton next Saturday, aren't you? But uh, we'll get to that in a bit. So just a ride, Grunge Lives is, is your tagline, I believe. Tell the early bird listeners a little bit about yourself. What is just a ride? Yeah, yeah definitely. I mean, uh, the band sort of is a brainchild of uh, mine, really, at the beginning. And um, it was just, I wanted to write the alternative rock music from the 90s, you know, all that kind of stuff was all the music. I mean, we like we love all like music from all the genres, the 80s and the 90s, but, but I just felt there was a bit of a lack of a 90s love there, you know. So uh, a few years ago, I um, started writing some music and, you know, got some band members involved and got Rod involved. And, you know, me and Rod were in bands, have been in bands previously when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Rod was in quite a sort of semi-successful band at the time. And then we sort of, we didn't sort of talk to each other a while, did we? And then um, we sort of came back and um, sort of here we are now, aren't we? Sort of writing, writing, you know, we've done an album and it's unbelievable, really, you know, how, where it's got to. It's, for me, it was, I can hear the grunge, but I can hear, it's all the best elements of rock. There's melody, there's pop, there's rock, there's yeah. grunge. Grunge, but... grunge is, a, is an umbrella, isn't it? You know, it, I think we use that title we're kind of sort of pulling away from that a little bit. It was just more of a, a good title to use, sort of, you know, because all the bands we sort of love, like Stone Top Pilots, you know, Alice in Chains, you know, mm. Pearl Jams, mm. all those types of bands, even though we don't really sound like, or probably sound more like Stone Top Pilots, if anything, but, you know, they're all so different from each other, really, when you listen to them. Yeah. It just, it was just sort of an umbrella term, isn't it, grunge? When you sort of say the word grunge, I think you can get a bit Nirvana-y and like old school and stuff like that, but really, I think, you know, our music is, we're, we are really alternative rock, but I think grunge was just like an umbrella at the time. Well, you know, whatever like, it is, it's, it's got a really fresh edge to it. I think the cool thing about grunge in general was that, um, you know, again, like we love bands from that sort of time and, and, and that era. And, and one of the things that really inspired us was also the sort of camaraderie that you kind of hear about, kind of talked about like in legends almost of, you know, bands going playing multiple shows, even per night, you know, going to parties with each other, band members jumping from band to band and, and all that sort of stuff. So there was that element of grunge that was inspiring to us. But also what's interesting about the bands and that movement was it very quickly changed into, you know, lots and lots of different things. It kind of splintered off and you kind of started getting your bands that, you know, you could say someone like Creed or Nickelback was inspired by grunge. At the same time, you kind of had new metal being formed yeah. naturally coming out of grunge. So, I think what's really cool for us is, you know, we grew up at that sort of like late 90s, early 2000s time. So we were we were probably a little bit too young for grunge when it first came around. We kind of really got into grunge and were discovering grunge more when like Chris Cornell went solo or when, you know, Velvet Revolver, Audio Slave start started coming about. So we kind of kind of discovered it in retrospect. And I think you know, there are grunge influences in our sound, but there's also the bands that we grew up with as well, you know, whether that's, I don't know, Incubus or Linkin Park or 
all sorts, all sorts of stuff coming coming together. But ironically, I feel like all of those sorts of bands, they were influenced very much by the grunge scene. So we're kind of, I guess, influenced by people who were influenced by grunge, and then we've kind of gone full circle. And I guess now we just want to explore, you know, I guess the more of the, the alternative rock label a bit. The, the one thing that we found recently with grunge is, I think for maybe a younger generation, grunge just means sounds like Nirvana and we don't sound like Nirvana. So sometimes, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll be interacting on social media and people be like, you're not grunge at all. And it's like, it's just an argument. I don't really, it's just a waste of time. You know, I think alt rock, rock band, it's rock and roll. Like, you know, we can love it all. It is, exactly. We don't need the 4,000 different genres to describe it, do we? It's good. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But I think it was just good to sort of put that, you know, we just put that term there initially because it was, you know, and this is just no, this is no disrespect to all the other bands doing what they're doing and stuff like that. I didn't want to be just like doing the same thing, you know, and it's, and it's, it's like what, just, just dare to be different, isn't it? You know, just, just try something different and try something interesting and new and, you know. Well, it's certainly working. I think uh, I think you came to to MMH's attention uh, around about summer of twenty one. You had an EP out, I think, back then. So it's been a while. It's been a long time coming, getting you on the show. <laughs> yeah, and it's been just awesome getting getting the support from from you know the great DJs that have uh, been on MMH, still on MMH. It's I think it was probably one of the first stations that kind of got behind us. I think it was the single I Want to Know, and we were just kind of blown away with by the support that, that we had you know i think we we kind of thought all right we are actually onto something because we you know we sent it out and people were really um interested in the song and you know asking for more so um yeah it's it, it's just been wonderful to kind of i guess get involved with like a you know the, the kind of uk rock community more than i think we had been we were quite detached from that prior to that
10 years on the air and we're just getting started. MMH, the home of rock radio. MMHradio.co.uk And that was Fallen from your debut album. Uh, your album came out um, last year, I believe, and uh, it was yeah, so absolutely. well received. It's, everybody seemed to be talking about it. So you obviously, were you guys together during lockdown? Did you do, is that when you wrote your well, material? We've always, like, Just Arrived, I guess, started a bit of, bit like a writing project, you know, that we, we, we didn't have a full band, like, when I got involved, there was Drew and there was our original bass player Eddie, and we still hadn't, you know, they, they hadn't found a drummer. It was like let's get mater- let's get material ready. So, um, you know, I mean, at the time, Drew and I both lived in London, so we could get together maybe once every couple of weeks. But what we would do pretty much from the off is just email each other ideas. You know, we're both we've both got our own little studio setups so we can record you know we generally record at home like some of the the guitar tracks that are on the album a lot of the vocals that are on the album just recorded at home you know combination of studio work and and just you know punching in or maybe sometimes the you know the demo bits were were, were the right bits to use but yeah we very much like have always been sending sending each other stuff um even during that time you know drew had a bit of a stint playing guitar and inglorious you know he you know he's a guitarist by trade so when he goes touring other bits and pieces like that as a session player um we wouldn't have you know the regular contact that we'd have would be exchanging ideas on emails i there was even a point in time where i was living abroad and we were still writing still still putting stuff together so when kind of covid hit mm. we were kind of built for zoom you know that's how <laughs> that's how the band came together yeah. so it didn't really interrupt our flow if anything you know we were thank Thankfully, you know, I think we all came through relatively unscathed. I think it made us sort of more focused during lockdown, but I, I didn't didn't bother me like the whole kind of writing by Zoom because it's kind of how we write anyway. We just write yeah. by sending files across to each other because we do live apart. You know, we're not we're not in the same town. But we're not Bert and Ernie. <laughs> no, and actually, if anything, like we're not really one of those bands where like we get in a room and jam. We're just not that band. We're just not. We've all done that. And we're not that age anymore. You know, we we, we just, and we don't need to. You can just sort of come up with so much at home and write demos. Well, yeah, I mean, there goes my next question. It was sort of like, how has post-COVID affected you as a band? But it it hasn't really. You were geared up for that way of working anyway. (laughs) No, and and it's exactly like Drew said. COVID just kind of made us realise what was important, you know, how much we loved doing what we were doing and gave us time to finish and, 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 you know, made us realise, yeah, this is what we really want to do. We want to, we want to get our stuff out there, you know, and and really, yeah, give us some direction, give us some goals. And since then, I think since COVID, it's really given the band like the push to, to, to really give it a go again. Like I said, it's the, the great feedback we got from stations like MMH when we put, when we put the music out, um, and it's just really, you know, that's, I guess, what inspires us to just see rather than being like a little writing project and you know, maybe we'll get a gig in a pub. It's like, you know, we, we've played some really cool shows. We've got some some great things lined up for the year and we're just realizing, oh, actually, yeah, maybe maybe it can be more than just just a bit mm. of fun. Like because the most fun you can have is is playing your music to to, to new people and people enjoying it and wanting to listen to it and asking for more and we're really lucky that 
know, that's kind of happened pretty organically. So was that was that the plan? Put the album out, release the singles, take it on tour? Was that always the master plan or has it just kind of happened due to the popularity of it? Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, you always have these goals of like, let's put an album out, let's, let, let's tour, let's do this. We did tour, you know, we did like a small tour, really, mm-hmm. um, at the time. But really, the, what we've sort of realised is that, you know, it's still growing. It's, it's a slow grower, but it is growing, you know, and it's even more so now. It's almost like we'd be, we'd be better off touring the album now than we were last year because yeah. it just the growth of it has just been so gradual and it's just the focus, especially with Rod, you know, really Rod's Rod's in charge of, you know, the social media. He does mm. all that. I'm 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 horrible at that stuff. I'm not the foggiest <laughs> really. But like Rod's Rod's really Rod's really good at it, you know, and he's really clever at being sort of focused on on, on that type of stuff. And and from doing that, you know, has allowed us to, you know, just what it's it's one by one, one person at a time, and gradually it starts building and building. There's no like master plan of like taking over the world. <laughs> it's just about doing it day by day, bit by bit, bite-sized chunks, and then eventually you look back and then you go, oh, hang on a minute, we just we've done this or done that, you know. And it's mm. that's always the way, isn't it? Yeah, we all want to play Wembley Stadium ten nights in a row. Do you know what I mean? But if you just you got to sort of go up the mountain before you get to the top and it's all these gradual little baby steps that suddenly like you know oh you know oh you know like yourself oh you're interested and you want to do an interview that's a great thing you know yeah it's it's funny really you don't you don't really kind of think about it until it's kind of you're asked that question because you're always sort of moving forward you just want to move forward move forward move forward move forward well you're i think i saw are you in the studio again at the moment are you recording new yeah so, yeah, I, we wanted to be in a bit earlier. So I've been renovating my house with my wife. Like, we bought our first home and it's like, oh. it's just take over. Mm. And I haven't really had a time because I, you know, I'll generally write a lot of the music. Mm. And just basically how it works is that I write the music and then I'll send it to Rod. Yeah. Um, but actually Rod's writing songs as well, which has been great. Mm-hmm. You know, sending them over. Rod writes all the lyrics and melodies, you know. And we just get together and that's just how it works. You know, it's just, it's a really good sort of system we've got. Like, hence Zoom or hence, you know, email and stuff like that but now it's like I'm like oh okay let's let's it's you've always got to be writing and I'm trying to get focused back into writing mode again yeah and we had some tracks that we released last year we did sort of a session mm-hmm. and then there's some leftover ones from that so I'm finishing them off all those will potentially be ready for like another record plus a batch more that I'm right you know we'll, we'll be right together cool, and cool. then yeah so I just I just need to be in that studio environment so I spent like 12 hours yesterday in the studio just kind of like right let's I don't think there's much of a rush we're still loving your debut album we're not done with that yet well, <laughs> this is another thing so we you know we were talking about that we're like should we put something out yet and it's like actually our album's still got legs and it's yeah. still because like I was saying earlier yeah, it's been such a slow burn and people are still discovering mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. it's like well just it's still got energy and, and stuff about it that we, we really want people to hear it you know it's it's we, we really worked hard on that record like really worked hard on it I remember just I like <laughs> yeah I mean you should you have to but I, we sort of made a joke like but we're like we were like Rod was like we're, we're making grunge thriller <laughs> like as in make like the best you know what is the best what if yeah. this was your final record you were going to release what would yeah. you do you know and it, it was like the first time I'd ever released something a good review so I was like this is what it feels like this is very odd
Parker. And this is the Freak DJ Mix. The Rock and Roll Penitentiary presents The Other Side. A show that has no direction and mixed genres from different decades. But it's loaded with nonsense and nostalgia that could swing any way it likes. Cheeky. So join him. And join her every last Saturday of the month for something different. The Other Side, only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Jesus, you smell. That's your breath, dude. MMH, the home of rock radio. Rock radio. And that was Last Man Standing and my favourite, which I think kind of started it for me, Who You Are. Tell us tell us about Who You Are. That was another similar one to like, I Want to Know, where I, mm. I basically had the demo written and then I just sent it to Rod and he just wrote all the lyrics and melodies. <laughs> it was like, they're the best ones, honestly. Like the ones that are like, that was a quick one. Yeah. Know, where you just like, like mm. I Want to Know is a bit like that. But oh, I got this song. I was like, yeah, great. And just writes all like, amazing melodies on it You're like, oh cool we're good there you go job done <laughs> uh, it's, and for me it's it's they're the special ones you know because there's the thought process is just so organic at that point where you're not struggling you're not fighting to write it you're just going oh i've got this idea cool yeah. wicked but, you know there's things about there's moments in that song i really like it was like you know big that's one of my favorite moments in the album is the bit where it all drops down to like the piano you know the drop the floaty section you know all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah we always call it that bit the floaty section or whatever is that the technical is, you know? word I mean, for it <laughs> the technical yeah. word the floaty, <laughs> the floaty section um, but like melody wise and stuff like that it was, it was amazing oh, I think that it. was a cool one as well because that was one of the I guess that was one of the last songs we wrote for the record it was really lockdown record. was it a lockdown one was it yeah it was a lockdown one it was a lockdown one uh, and I remember you sending me you sending me the demo and I put it on in the car and um, I, I think I had the whole song almost all the ideas came in the first two or three lessons, you know, I knew what the oh, melody, wow. and I think, I mean, one of, one of the things that we like to do when we write songs is we think about great songs that we love and we think about kind of making a Frankenstein song out of, do you know what? We really love X, you know, we love this intro. We love this chorus. We love, and, and the funny thing is, is sometimes when we say, oh, do you know the song that inspired us for this bit? And you tell people and they go, it sounds nothing like that. And it's like, cause it's not, about writing something exactly like that it's about getting that vibe getting that sort of that sort of feel yeah, yeah i kind of uh, yeah we were still it was like when lockdown was start it was we were still in it but it was starting to free up a little bit and uh, you know there's all sorts of stuff that happened in 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 2020 all over the world and you know the lyrics are very much kind of inspired by you know the, the events you know kind of um I felt like during the lockdown, we were kind of like trapped in a bit of a bubble. It was the same thing every day. And I think that's kind of a bit of the, that's kind of a bit of the energy that was about there. Uh, And there was lots of kind of like protest movements and bits and bits and pieces like that. So, you know, within the, within the second verse, there's, there's definitely reference, reference to sort of stuff like that. And, you know, without being, I mean, we try not to get too like, well, we try not to really be political at all. Lots of bands do it at the moment and, you know, that's their thing, that that's sort of great. I mean, we've always been of the of the feeling that it's quite divided at the moment, the world. You know, one of the great things about music is that it can just bring everybody together and it doesn't matter where you come from, who you are, um, you know, what your background is. You know, you go to a gig, you see everyone rocking out and 
that shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't matter. Not to say that there aren't bands that do politics and they do it well. Listen, I'm a massive Rage Against the Machine fan, mm. but that's their thing. Do you, do you know what I mean? I, I kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of like, you've got to go for that full on or, you've, or, or yeah. you know, if you're like me and just completely ignorant, you probably just, just stay out. <laughs> but with who, yeah, so, but with who you are, I just kind of, one of the things that I thought was like a repeating theme during lockdown was just people kind of taking advantage of the situ- situations and, you know, not really thinking about helping other people, thinking about like, okay, just, just being a bit selfish. And I think for me, the chorus, especially who you are was like, you know, we, the people know who you guys are, like by your actions, we can see, you know, we can kind of see through um, when people are insincere, you know, there's been, you know, of course, like there's, there was lots of hypocrisy during that time or whatever. And I guess who you are for me was kind of that rallying call. I guess that's, I I think it's kind of a feeling a lot of people had. And yeah, it's probably my favorite track from the album too. So, um, you know. Well, it's resonated with me. So let's have it up next. Go for it, Drew. Uh, This is a track from our debut album, and this is called Who You Are.
enough to make commercial radio turn to drink. MMH, the home of rock radio. So that was Who You Are, my favourite single by Just A Ride. And they're still in the house. I've locked them in. They're not going anywhere just yet. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, oh, we had a good natter up there about the album and the single and the state of the world and everything (laughs) like that. But um, really, why we're here next Saturday it's all happening isn't it in Wolverhampton Absolutely. it's going to be an amazing bill it's a it's a eclectic and it's a really awesome bill like it really is it caught my eye straight away and I was like just ride I've been dying to see them and I haven't managed to catch you guys yet um the karma effect as well we keep hearing about Dave. it's yeah. a three band bill of bands that we're all kind of buzzing to see um have you guys played Wolverhampton before oh we used to play we played the little civic didn't we like years ago yeah back in mm-hmm. Oh, that's going showing our age. So um, you're at the uh, the Gifford Arms next Saturday, the 28th. As we said, with Shape of Water and the Karma Effect. Now it's a cosy venue, so I hope everybody's got their tickets. If you haven't, head on over to ticketsource.co.uk um, or all the band's socials. Go check out Just a Ride. They will fix you up with some tickets, I'm sure, won't you? Well, um, actually, sorry. If I could just make a, a shameless, shameless, shameless plug. We live stream every Tuesday night at 9pm on Facebook Live and on YouTube and we might just have a few pairs of tickets to be uh, giving away in a competition so yeah check that out I'm just trying to think what date Tuesday is well Tuesday after the show check it out 24th if you can't get tickets um, or you know because I I believe the show is selling fast it might be sold out by that point so maybe the only place you could turn to for tickets is see you next Tuesday with Just Arrived (laughs) loving what you did there what can we expect from a just a ride live show what we got coming up Ooh, good question i don't know <laughs> just just energy energy like it's just yeah just just in your face energy it'll, it'll just be like there won't be any ballads in there you know we won't put any like lighter songs in there it'll, it'll, we won't take any prisoners you know it'll just be straight <laughs> i think i think you either love us or you hate us i think <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, I think we just we just go out there and it is literally just sound. Do you know? Um, we, we, yeah. we just smash, we just try and smash into sort of two or three songs. Just don't take any prisoners and just no matter what gig we play, um, you know, I just treat it like I'm John Bon Jovi playing Wembley Stadium. Do you know what? You're there for one thing. You're not taking any prisoners. You are there to rock people's pants off, essentially. You know, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where you are. Like, you've just got to grab people's attention. You've got to bring them, like, on the journey with you and make sure that, you know, they ha- they, they come away from your set just more energised, more positive, more more just up for it than, uh, than they did when you started, you know? You know, it, it's it's getting people involved, getting people singing along, getting people you know yeah. wiggling around, jumping about if they can, if their knees will will let them. Minor minor starting to go a little bit, so you know the jumps are less vigorous than they used to be. But uh, yeah, you know it's just just yeah, rock. It's the best yeah. thing ever. It's literally like for us, I think it's what we live for. <laughs>
are listening to MMH Radio with Tina C. Tina C. Tina C. Tina C. Just before we go, then, I always like to, to, to leave you guys with, with some song choices. So I'm going to put you on the spot now. Give me a Just a Ride song to play out with. But also, um, one of your biggest influences or a song that you're really into at the moment? Give us a Ooh, that's song. a good one. Yeah. Well, for me personally, I always go with I Want to Know. Just because I, I always say it's the, it's the one that set the band. It was like the one that kind of made us go, ooh, mm. that's, that's, that's how we want to be. And it's just sort of, and everyone loves it. It's just that song everyone goes yeah it's that song (laughs) so I'm always trying to write another one of those but I never really (laughs) we actually recorded that up in the midst with a a producer called uh, the original the original version of it the single uh, with a guy called Dave Draper he was in um, Pershaw do you know where Pershaw is? yes I do yes of course we were saying off air weren't we you're actually a Brummie aren't you? (laughs) yeah well well, sort of I've moved down there when I was younger but um, (laughs) I was um, yeah we recorded it in a place called Tower Studios for sure Mm. years ago and it was you know and it was, a, it was a guy from Worcester up that way so he was great and um, he did a great job of it but that's my favourite uh, that is will always be the one I always get that's my go-to oh, that's why you sing Brummies do it best <laughs>
you're locked in. I got a bad feeling about this. There's no way, way out. MMH, the home of rock radio. So the song that, if, if we're going to pick one of our influences, so actually it's, it's cool because it's going to it's going to kind of line up with um, a series that we're kind of putting out on socials on our YouTube channel. Just oh, on, plug away. on our influences. Um, so um, it, it influenced the first song on our album, Fallen. Um, and uh, yeah, I guess It's So Easy by Guns N' Roses. Oh, Again, it's one of these album. ones where it's not, it doesn't sound like us, but it's just the style of the vocal delivery, you know, that kind of like really driving riff and, you know, it, it it's a song, It's So Easy is a song that kind of opens a concert, you know, yeah. open, you know, and for us, like that's the energy we wanted on the first track on our album. So yeah, It's So Easy, Guns N' Roses would be my pick. Awesome. Well, I always say Appetite, that's kind of like the defining rock album of our era, I kind of like. For sure. I'm glad you mentioned influences. I, I hope this is a compliment. It's, it's my favourite band and what got me into rock music anyway i can hear def leppard really no are really really are you, are you that surprised i don't know yeah i, mean, well, <laughs> I like leopard but i wasn't i wasn't intending on it to be like that i can hear def leppard it's it's the choruses the melodies i, I don't know the, the harmonies the do you know, do you know where i think you're getting that i think drew and i very much have sort of and, and people say this in like as a dirty word sometimes but very much like pop sensibilities and that's why Def Leppard are one of the greatest rock bands because they have pop sense. You know, they write, you know, poppy, heavy metal, but they were great songs at the end of it. You know, it, it keeps it simple. It's huge sing-along choruses. And, and you know, bands like Def Leppard obviously are influenced. You know, I'd probably, probably say for us more um, just Bon Jovi would probably be a, a big one, but it's the same, you know, it's from that same sort of world. I mean, I think for both of us, um, like Bon Jovi were probably like one of the first, like, like bands we were a bit like obsessed with.
not mock the gods, for they listen to MMH. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Sarah Wizbanger of The Wizbanger Show, inviting you to hang out with me every Friday from 2 to 4 in California, 5 to 7 in New York City, 10 to midnight in the UK, 11 to 1 a.m. Central European time. Let me ease you into your weekend with the very best of the heavy underground right here on MMH, the home of rock radio. We will see you guys at the Gifford Arms next week, 28th. Get your tickets and tune in to your, is it on your Facebook page on Tuesday? When Facebook, YouTube, it's it's live on both at 9 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time, so British time, I guess. Guys, we'll see you Tuesday and we'll see you Saturday, more importantly, in Wolverhampton. Thank you for joining us. It's been a blast and we'll see you Saturday. Cool, cool. See you later. Bye. See you later. Bye. The next song is so good, you won't check your phone for a whole three minutes. MMH, the home of rock radio. Cause I'm all caught up again. I doubt she's coming back. Cause she broke my heart today. I doubt she's coming back. Yeah!
good you want to listen over and over and over and over again? Listen at mmhradio.co.uk. That was the awesome Just a Ride in the studio. That's got me right in the mood for their gig next Saturday at the Gifford in Wolverhampton, the 28th of January. And that was followed by the headliners for that night, The Karma Effect. With doubt, she's coming back. If you haven't got your tickets yet, get yourselves over to ticketsource.co.uk and pray it's not sold out. Yes, it was close when I checked. So that hour has flew by, hasn't it, having company this week? Have a great weekend and thanks everybody for all the birthday wishes that are rolling in already you've got me right in the mood for a breakfast mimosa now it's all your fault but it's almost afternoon and it is my day to act like a princess after all so not sorry i'll see you next week Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Wow!